show where we don't just talk about fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but show up ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. And I'm Carrie Poppy. And in this episode, we're going to tell you all about Reiki. Reiki, that's a cool word. What does that mean? That Something about atmosphere. Mysterious, mysterious atmosphere. Mysterious atmosphere. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what Wikipedia tells us anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> so it's an alternative modality. Okay, those With, are words. Right. It's a form of healing, or so it's claimed to be. Okay. And it was begun in 1920. 22. Oh, that's not long ago. By a Buddhist monk who wandered up a mountain somewhere. And our practitioner later told me, downloaded this information about how to heal the body and uh, came down from said mountain and started... Everyone gets everything on a mountain. I know. Mountain's place to go, right? I know. Yeah, it's not right. even that much higher than we are now. That's true. Like, relatively speaking, yeah. it's harder to breathe. I don't, yeah. I don't know. So he, he came down from the mountain and he practiced this <laughs> touch healing, a palm Palm healing. Now, I for think those of you who can't see Ross, Ross is doing a sort of twist and shout motion, it's, doing the mashed potato. It's kind of like a wax on, wax off <laughs> right. sort of thing. So if you got too close to me, you'd be getting some palm healing right, right. right now. So you send positive energy out through your hands. Right. And where do you get the energy? Well, this is universal energy, chi. We've all heard right. of chi before. But not everybody can do Reiki. So N- where does a Reiki practitioner get it? From a board <laughs> certified Reiki. No. Sort of. Yeah, there are Reiki masks. Masters and right. they're at the highest echelon of Reiki. And I guess they've been practicing for so long and honed their skills so precisely that they can pass on this special healing energy. Like, like you would learn a martial art. You yeah. would kind of work your way up as a Reiki practitioner. And I guess there's two main branches. There's a traditional Japanese branch and there's a westernized branch. And apparently the main difference is, I guess, the western branch, like you put your hands in specific places mm-hmm. all the time for everybody. And the Japanese one, you are guided more by intuition. And who knows where your hands are going to end up? No, my goodness. <laughs> That's not. Not what I meant to say, but I've said it now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So what is the rational response to all this? What should we do? Well, first, I would see what kind of studies have been done on this and whether they've turned out well in Ricky's favor. Have they, Ross? Did they do studies? Oh, that's right. They did. They. 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 The the scientists. People who aren't us. Pwass. Wait, what is that? People who aren't us. Oh, nice. Class did a study. <laughs> the American Cancer Society and the National Center for Complementary and Alternative Medicine, who's usually, you know, pretty mm-hmm. generous to some of these alternative modalities, both said that there's no clinical or scientific evidence supporting claims that Reiki is effective in the treatment of any illness. Okay. So, Shit. still, I think we better try it for ourselves. Why not? Give it a go. So you, you found our Reiki person. I did. How did you These find, stories always start with How did you find them. her? It's a woman. Well, I googled Reiki Los Angeles. Google Reiki Los Angeles. Okay. And I came up with a few results. I went to this lady's webpage, mm-hmm. Soothing Colors, and she lived near us. She mentioned her website. I haven't looked at it yet. It's got Soothing Colors. Well, that's important. Yeah. And then she lived near us, which is important to me because we live in Los Angeles where going three miles can mean 
45 minutes of driving. Absolutely. And and you've recently moved. So you lived over in like right. Hollywood proper. Actually, I shouldn't even say she lives near us. She lives near me. I there. was being selfish. <laughs> That's very convenient for you. <laughs> it wasn't too bad to get there. But yeah, I, I would say her office was as smack dab in the middle of Hollywood as you can get. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Although I think of Hollywood and Highland as the hub. Well, it was pretty darn close to that, okay? It was. What do you want? It was. It was at Hollywood and... No, it was at Highland and DeLongpre. 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 Is that how you say it? (laughs) I don't know. Here's the point. So I called her Mm -hmm. and I said that my friend and I wanted to get Reiki sessions. I asked if we could do them together and she said, no, that'll interfere with the energy, her sensing the energy when you have two people in there. So she had a good reason to say that. Yeah. And I've heard that before. Yeah. You mentioned that, that if you have two different people there, then you'll just get a jumbled up reading. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I think we've heard that with our psychics too, that they didn't want us in the same room sometimes. Yeah. Usually most of the practitioners we see will let us observe each other, but- this, Not this one. particular modality uh, yeah. required us to be separate. Right. So, so I said, that's fine. But I asked if we could maybe do it around the same time. And right. she said, yeah. So we did the boom, boom, one right after the other. Mm-hmm. And you were first. Yeah. So and we went today. That's right. Yeah. This, this is all fresh in our heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, my meeting was at 3.30. Mine was at 4.30. And it was at this yoga place. Mm-hmm. It's this shop downstairs where you can buy yoga accessories and various food items, it all smells vegan. Good. Smells, smells good. Oh, is it all vegan? Yeah, it was all vegan. I didn't even notice. And Shit. Yeah, you should go back there. There's some good stuff. Very expensive, though. It looks like one of those like raw food bars where mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. $6 for this handful of kale. No, that's exactly it. Well, I think, I think the kale was four, but yeah, <laughs> you, you're on the right path there. And uh, lots of people walking around wearing turbans and Uh long flowing white robes. Right. And everybody's very friendly. Thankfully, you'd sent me the instructions and I'd copied them into my calendar because I would have been lost. I realized, oh, you're supposed to go upstairs. I kind of walked back outside. I'm like, I'm not seeing any stairs. When I went in and I said that I was looking for Daisy and said her name, they were like, oh, do you mean the eagle woman? And I was like, oh, did they say that? I hope so. I hope so. That's awesome. But it turned out it wasn't her. There's another person called the eagle woman. Because eagles were brought up. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't hear about eagles? No. And when I went upstairs, there was a door marked the eagle woman. Oh, that's right. I saw that. How funny. I didn't put that together. Okay. Now this is a different one. So finally, I did find my way up there. And yes, I got to meet Daisy. She poked her head out kind of right as I'd arrived. And and you were like, holy moly, this lady's hot. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I thought. I mean, she had a beautiful voice, too. I think she's Australian. But yeah, very high, very clear voice. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see here if her card says she is clairvoyant. It says she's a soul whisperer. Right. There you well, go. I think she would say she's clairvoyant. She definitely gave me a lot of readings, you know, kind of psychic. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah, Daisy's not her real name. Uh, she no. has a, a lovely real name, mm-hmm. but Daisy's also it. lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she greeted me with a hug. That was mm-hmm. nice, right off the bat. Very nice. And uh, wanted me to take my shoes off. Mm-hmm. The first thing she did was she wanted me to stand with my arms out like I'm being wanded or something uh-huh. like that. And I was wanded, but with sage. Ah. She, she lit this bit of sage mm-hmm. and it was kind of glowing like a little ember. And she waved it all around me and around. And she's muttering little things. Mm-hmm. Did she do the same thing to you? Yeah, I could hear what she said at one point. She said harmony and peace at one point. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff like that blessings that Mm -hmm. she was saying and then she was very happy that i wasn't choking and sputtering because she said that some people do oh from the sage right so i passed the sage test and then she had me sit down she joined me there i've always considered you very sage why thank you Mm -hmm. it's very kind Mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't know my various herbs and stuff so well so if she hadn't told me it was sage i wouldn't have known but you would have you know i did when i walked in i was like it smells like sage in here that's your sage wisdom (laughs) 
<laughs> when uh, she first sat me down, she said, I like to give my clients a gift. Mm-hmm. It's usually something from my own garden, and it could be different every single time. You can choose one of these two bags. And she held out bags with a little picture of lavender. I've got mm-hmm. it here. It says, breathe, love, heal. And it has a little, um, what would you call that? A little bushel of lavender. Mm-hmm. And it smells very strongly of Lavender, it's it's like a little burlap bag. Okay, I took a little bit too deep of a breath. (laughs) And uh, it's got something written on it. So I got to choose which one I wanted, which means I got to choose which one you would get. Uh And uh, it says on the back in her handwriting. Oh, her handwriting is not as clear as her voice. May Oh, may love surround you, joy uplift you, and peace be with you today and always. Many blessings, Daisy. Aw, that's very nice. That's sweet, yeah. So immediately she jumped into talking about what she does, which is great because I would have wanted to ask anyway and I was already like, oh, how am I going to gently raise these conversation yeah. items? That's one of the challenging things, don't you think, about what we do? What we do is ask having, questions. having a natural conversation, but also ask some pointed questions about the nature of what they're doing. Yeah, the efficacy and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to think of ways to kind of work that into the conversation. Didn't need to. We launched into <laughs> this long talk about what she does and how she does it. And yeah, she markets herself as having a lot of different abilities. She uh, does a lot of dream interpretation, past life regression. Oh, okay. Reiki is just part of that. And she mentioned that you were very chatty. Oh, really? When I got in there. Yeah, she was like, Ross and I talked for a long time. He has a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, but she did most of the talking. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah she's you, chatty. All right. Yeah, you might, you might be skeptical otherwise, but you can believe me because mm-hmm. you met her. Oh, uh, yeah chattering a mile a minute and very clear very coherent but she has this specific theology that she's worked out and this whole hierarchy of angels or guides mm-hmm. and and it was just amazing she just kept going and going and so I'd ask kind of a probing question and she would go on a bit longer right the whole time she's talking about how she analyzes people and how you can read so much from body language and she's not saying it that way she's saying it's spiritual manifestations mm-hmm. that, that she's picking up on but I'm thinking okay we're talking about body language here but then it makes me very self-conscious like okay do I have my shoulders back am I sitting uh-huh. upright you know because I realize boobs she, out yeah so she's talking about how she pulls so much just from looking at a person and so I realize okay she's doing the same thing to me mm-hmm. as we speak so yeah it was a fast and furious upload of information and she kept apologizing for that oh I'm sorry if I'm saying too much and it's like oh no, this is all really fascinating mm-hmm. but yeah it wasn't like I had to pull anything out of her Right. Quite the contrary. You know, we just kept talking and talking. So. Well, first of all, what were you going in there to complain of? Okay. I thought we'd been talking for too long. I need to at least like kind of get us moving toward, uh, <laughs> you know, what we're supposed the to be there for. The service you're there for. Reiki healing. Right. <laughs> and so I, I'm just getting over a cold. I was I was going to mention that. But, but she was talking about this whole mind-body connection, how these are manifestations of the spirit and stuff. So I figured, okay, well, let's work on that level. So I was talking about pain and stress that I have in my upper back, which is mm-hmm. very true. Some of that's probably posture and sitting in front of a computer for a long time sure. and, and driving. But also I'll get like ingrown hairs and acne and these Gross, Ross. All right, I'm being that's honest here. Sick. I'm being You're o- disgusting. I open myself up to you and you shoot me down. <laughs> Goodness, bearing my soul here. Just kidding. My back. And so she said clearly, you know, and every every time I would say something, she would, oh, yes, you know, kind of take hold mm. of that and kind of give it back to me in slightly different terms. And Did that remind you sort of of like our experience with uh, psychics? Mm-hmm. That's sort of like you're you're giving them information and knowingly or not, they're kind of giving it back to you. Yeah. And she did actually make a few statements I'll mention later that 
resonate. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Good read mm-hmm. for sure. But I would notice that I would start kind of responding to something she'd said and she'd be agreeing with me before I'd finish the sentence. Mm-hmm. She'd already be nodding very mm-hmm. emphatically and saying yes. And so I realized I could have said almost anything. <laughs> you know? So that's caused by the purple elephant. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. (laughs) So, yeah, she was very clear on my self-diagnosis that there's all this stress. But she was saying that you try to help people too much and you try to do too many things on your own. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just need to let people solve things by themselves and and you're taking all that stress upon you. Do you think that's accurate about yourself? Um, I think she ran a little farther with it than Uh might be justified. Uh But that was something that was an idea that I'd introduced to her and she really ran with that theme. Uh Uh-huh. Because I see that as far as like projects you take on, but I wouldn't say you take on other people's emotional burdens. No, and I, I don't think she meant it that way. I think she meant oh, okay. projects. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can um, see that. Yeah, yeah, which is fair. And, and I'd kind of given her that idea. So we're still in the period before she actually gave you the Reiki, right? Right. We're and still, so you had a long pre-session just discussing oh with her. Right. Well, we were supposed to be there for an hour. I mm-hmm. got there right at 3.30 and we were supposed to go to 4.30. And there's this little clock behind her. Right. And I'm keeping like... Why does she put that behind her? I know, right? It's this little like, <laughs> it's like egg behind you. clock kind of thing. With the military time. Uh, exactly. That's right. And so I see it getting farther and farther along. And we still haven't even gotten to the Reiki mm-hmm. part. Like 42 minutes had gone by. It was getting up near the end where we had maybe 13 minutes left and she's still we're just talking oh my at the gosh table. and so she acknowledged that at some point said oh boy we should really sit down but in the meantime i'd gotten all this great information from her and really this whole system of guides that help you along in your life and okay. since you're born with one that follows you throughout your entire life and there's others that come at appointed times and maybe it's to stay with you for the rest of your life maybe it's just for a very short time maybe even for a day but oftentimes it's been uh, coordinated in advance before you were even born. You knew these guys. Did, did she tell you about all of this? No. Oh, geez, I got all kinds of things out of her then. And that way it kind of reminded me of the whole Mormon beyond the veil thing. Uh-huh. She was saying how, you know, oh, you wouldn't even remember it, but you might have made a deal that at this point in my life, I need you to show up and help me out. And so are these people people who have previously been human or are they, they can the be spirits? Very good question. Thank they can you. be. Uh, they can be angels, but they can also be people who have passed away, okay. you know, ancestors. Okay. She kept mentioning ancestors. I then asked, well, are these always positive? Oh, yes. If there's something negative, that's not a guide. You know, if it tells you to jump off of a bridge, don't ever do that. Which is good advice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably good times to jump off a bridge. Maybe like if the, you've the got a bungee cord attached to you. Yeah. Or, oh, sure. Sure. If it's like a footbridge, you're not going to hurt yourself. But Or, I mean, maybe sometimes it's better to die. <laughs> well, thank you. That's been our show. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, anyway. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> I won't argue that. I won't even entertain it. Um, <laughs> so. And so, okay. Again, you had gone because of the stress. Strain in your back. Strain in my back. Yeah. Um, didn't really get to the cold thing then. So. Yeah, I mentioned it, you know, just because we were interacting in close confines. I wanted to make sure that she wasn't um, making out with me or something. Sure. Getting a cold. Sure. That'd be bad. Many people are tempted. <laughs> right. Did she suggest anything for your upper back pain? No. She oh, just said, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll address that okay. with our Reiki. So we did finally get to the point where she thought, oh, shoot, we're running out of time. Carrie's going to be coming. Mm-hmm. Let's go lay down on the bed. Mm-hmm. Just me. <laughs> 
Just right. me. All right. So there's this bed right next to where we were. It's a fairly small office, nicely decorated. So she had me lay down uh, face up on this a green bed, I think it was, with like a green pillow mm-hmm. and a purple pillow. And so my head went on the green pillow and then my feet went on the other side and had my socks on. And <laughs> just so you have a mental yeah, image. Yeah, I got it. I'm still wearing all my clothes. I see ya. All right. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so she took out a, like this kind of rattle thing. Oh, right. It's like this little rattle. And <laughs> this she... is the one thing that made me giggle a little oh, bit. Oh, did you? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I, I don't think she could tell, but... I was totally straight-faced through the whole thing. I was, I was being This really is the good. only thing, because when she started doing it, at first I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. You know, it's like something burning in it. <laughs> or, you know, famous. like something something to purify the air or whatever. Right. And she was shaking it for a really long time. And then she's like, I just use this rattle to clear the air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for some reason that was pretty funny. But I realized like, it's a baby rattle. You're just shaking it all around. Well, it was fancy. It had like little yeah. paintings on yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was pretty. I don't yeah, know. It was look, just something funny looked about like it. It was very, very ritualistic. I don't know where she got it, but... Target. She's uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> she's shaking it up and down along my body, and yeah, at first I have my eyes closed, but then you know I want to see what the what it is she's doing, so I'm kind mm-hmm. of peeking my eyes open. Okay, yep, rattle. <laughs> and she's saying that it kind of uh, she didn't use the word white noise, but it kind of like confuses the chakras and kind of teases them into an evenness. It takes out any mm-hmm. clumps of oh, okay. of energy that may be floating around your chakras. And uh, and there's not just seven chakras, by the way. There's many more. But, Duh. But there's seven. Ma- All right. Well, I don't I'm know this kidding. stuff. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was learning a lot today. Uh, as she's shaking this, then she begins putting her hands under my head. That's right. She held on mm-hmm. to under my head, and she said another one of those kind of mumbled prayers with a lot of really nice, positive words mm-hmm. about energy and healing. And that's where the animals came in. You don't remember this part or you didn't have that where like she what? invoked the what? great great. Why spirit? are you saying this like I didn't have this part? Oh, well, because you don't remember the eagle. She mentioned an eagle. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't have an eagle. I think there, there yo, yeah, there were animals, but no yeah. eagle. That she I mentioned the great eagle of the north. Oh, maybe she did. Who's okay. represented by, shoot, I'm trying to remember. There was like earth, fire, wind, water. Right. Uh, I can't remember which was which. Like the wind was from the north. But yeah, then there was the great bear of the west. Right. And, and the great wolf, wolf of the south. Uh-huh. And then there's something of the east, not the oh, wicked no, witch. But it's never like the pig. No, it's no, always no. A- these are very Native. Amer- oh, that's right. It was a white bison or white buffalo ah. because I was thinking, oh, these are very like Native American animals. Uh-huh. It seems like she was just mixing a bunch of different things in together. Like uh-huh. you know, she had this intricate system, and I don't know how standardized this all is, but she's pulling in from Christian theology, and she's pulling mm-hmm. in from Native American spiritualism. Eastern meditation and chakras and all that stuff. So it was just, you know, this kind of uh, Gollumalfrey or hodgepodge or potpourri. Uh-huh. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Very good. <laughs> Jambalaya of beliefs. Cornucopia. Yes. You see where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> bit by bit, she like went from my spine and kind of moved her way up and had me breathe in these different colors of energy. Mm-hmm. And so we started with red and that went to the spine area. And she wanted you to visualize it spinning in which direction, Carrie? Clockwise. Clockwise. What, don't you? <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> I don't remember that part. Oh, oh, my God. Well, that was a very important thing because even before I'd sat down, she told me about having these energies uh, swirling in a clockwise pattern. Clockwise. 
Clockwise. That's right. And not counterclockwise. Clockwise. Always clockwise. And I said, this is important. Is it clockwise as you're facing forward or as you're looking back toward yourself? Oh, right. And she's like, oh, it's just always clockwise. I said, oh, well, it would be counterclockwise this way if you're looking at it from the other direction. So I was trying to, like, you know, get my bearings properly. And she just said, as long as it's going clockwise. (laughs) Whatever that means to you. Yeah. So I went with the camera kind of facing from behind me. Uh And, and like, I would try to, like, switch around and I would just confuse myself. (laughs) No, I need these energies to spin around clockwise <laughs> from behind okay so then i'm breathing in like orange air and she's like naming different like fruits and other sensations that would like bear that color so so for orange it was a lovely flower or an orange right um, you know, yellow was a banana or a lemon i know i remember when she did most of the visualizations she did made sense the colors she chose yeah and there were like very lovely things that would also smell good and then she could steal and she's like like a banana <laughs> right <laughs> it's like a Banana. Yeah, banana didn't seem to have the same like ethereal punch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I chose a daffodil. That her instead. other choices did. Okay. Yeah. You know, lemon was my first thought. I was like, she's going for lemon. She's going for lemon. And I got banana. A banana. <laughs> She might need to switch that out. Yeah, that's the kind of... I mean, when I think of a banana, I think of, like, people in a cubicle at 11 a.m. trying to wake themselves up. And they're like, no, I'm I'm getting healthy, you guys. It's January 15th. Yeah, it takes you out of the moment a little bit. There's there's nothing spiritual about a banana. Mm -mm. Uh, So, yeah, then green. And so she'd kind of tell me, in turn, where each of these chakras was located and what it controls. And so, like, the three lower ones were all about, like, emotional Uh needs. Right. And connecting you to the earth mother yes you know this stuff don't you or you just remember remember. okay and then the upper ones were all more related to the intellect and And, social interactions spirit world that too yes so yeah she worked all the way up from red through purple and felt Mm -hmm. nice and you know i fall asleep i didn't she said many people fall asleep did you i think at the very end i was like drifting off but i wasn't asleep oh okay no, it was very restful, though, and I was thinking a lot about not tensing any muscles, and my back certainly did feel rested. Uh, but, yeah, she, she doesn't really make any contact other than, oh, no, she, she did put her hands under my head. I remember they felt kind of cool there. Mm-hmm. And then she would kind of put her hands on either of my feet, and that felt really warm. So I was like, either my head warmed up her hands, or I've just got, like, different relative mm. temperatures going on here. But, yeah, she did put her hands on my feet. Other than that, though, this is all, you know, she's doing all this healing without touching any part of you. Great. Uh, by that point, it was like, you know, here's some water and you can slowly come out of it. No hot drinks. No hot drinks. While you were in your session, I went down and bought a chai tea. Oh, right. So. Oh, and did you avoid caffeine and sugar all day as instructed by a Reiki practitioner? No. I had You're an a, asshole. I had a little. I gave you one job. Only a little bit of an asshole, though. I just had like uh, the rest of some ginger ale that was in our fridge at home. Oh, actually, that's better than me then. (laughs) (laughs) You're an asshole. What did you have? I had a hot drink. I have, oh my God, Ross. Starbucks now is selling their peppermint mocha that sounds really good packets for super cheap because they're Christmas or winter. Is mocha still coffee? Yeah. Okay. So it's coffee, chocolate. And peppermint. I like the peppermint part. And the chocolate. Oh, my God. And then you just add the hot milk, right? Soy milk. Mm -hmm. And oh, my God. It's so good. So I had one of those today. Okay. Yeah, all right. What are you doing calling me names? But I had a nice big salad for lunch. 
All right. Yeah, that was that was the only time my ginger ale that I um Fine. Well anyway, the point is yeah. I'm better. Um so then Slowly snapped out of it, gave me water, and then like I better find out if Carrie's waiting here. And so she like told me to take my time, but she went and poked her head out the door and found you. There I was. Yeah. So I finished up my water. She didn't want to rush me or anything. Right. But um Oh, I should also say the the one kind of hit, you know, something that I hadn't necessarily fed to her as she was kind of finishing up and letting me slowly come back to realization, open my eyes and sit up. She was saying, I get a very like professorial spirit from you, like uh, like a teacher. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, like you, you must have been a really good student. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Straight A kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Hit. Uh-huh. Hit. And I think that would be a pretty good guess for someone who's talked to you for very long though i guess so and we did talk for a long time she's like oh i wasn't a very good student but uh yeah she was very bright very mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed talking to her yeah me too i would happily do it again and uh and so yeah so you were waiting out there mm-hmm. and so i paid her and uh, you paid her cash 120 dollars 120 dollars in cash because it would be 125 with credit card which is illegal yeah you're not allowed to do that yeah well so then so, it was your turn then it was my turn yeah, so I went in. I took my clothes off. Good. What? Now, were you hoping that there was going to be some overlap? Uh, I wasn't sure. She said that we could both like talk to her, but your thing had mm. run over, and like, she by just kind of scooted me in, and I just went with it. Yeah, yeah. so we had a quick kind of, hey, how's it going? Hey, All right, I'll you. wait out here. Yeah. Oh, you got a haircut, yeah. I, I said to Carrie. <laughs> right. I look like a, a scruffy nerf herder. Yeah, so I went in. And you took all your clothes off. I took all my clothes off. You guys um, started making for, out. Except for my shirt and pants. Oh, okay. So my shoes. Right, And gotcha. my jacket. Okay. Um, Somehow and, you got your underwear off. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not wearing any. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I sat down. After, yeah. you get, after you got wanded, right? With Sage. And she gave you your gift. And you lost your card. You don't even have your blessing. Okay, just hold on, Ross. Could you not get two steps out of me? Yeah, actually, I guess she did want me first. Well, first, she went to get water herself. <laughs> uh-huh. And then she came back. And then and I had sat down already. Boy. And she said, no, no, stand up. And then mm. she burned the sage around me. She had me lift up one foot and, like, waved the sage over the bottom of my foot. That lady earned her water. She was doing a lot of talking mm-hmm. in my session. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and then I sat down, and then she asked me how I found her, and I told her. And then she said that I was a beautiful spirit. I'm just so beautiful. And Ooh. I was like, well, that's true. That's true. And She's very complimentary. Yes, she was saying that I had a really beautiful white spirit. Ugh, very enlightened. Whatever. Enlightened, Carrie. Then obviously Were you she enlightened? Know you were what just she's beautiful. talking about. <laughs> she said skin I was deep. compassionate. Oh, okay. Who the fuck cares if you're compassionate? Fair just enough. Kidding. I'm kidding. No, okay, no, so. No, no, that's valid. So, <laughs> so she asked me why I had come, and I said, well, uh, I have, I get these these migraines, and they started in October, and they've gotten a lot better, but they still persist. I get them a couple times a month, and when they started, it was really obvious why I was in a really bad work situation, and I got out of that, and they mm. calmed down almost completely, but I'm still getting them. And then she, like, asked me a bit about the work situation, and I told her, and she was like, good for you, good for you for cutting your losses and getting out of there. Good for you. A lot of people won't do that. Mm -hmm. Lots of pats on the back. And she was all about that, too, you know, like, not crowding yourself with negative influences. Right. And then she said that she felt like I, uh, something about me having a partner who is very twin-like, like that my romantic partner is just like me. Oh. And I was like, mm, 
maybe? And then she said, he looks just like you. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Uh. And then I took out a picture of him and showed her. And she was like, yeah, see? He's got now, the glasses and yeah, short you've, hair. You've met, well, yeah. <laughs> you've met my partner. Would you say he looks just like me? No. Okay. I, I could definitely tell the two of you apart. <laughs> She said we look like twins. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Eh, I don't know. Eh. Yeah, but she she went on at length about him and how he's just so great and so perfect for me, just so perfect. And people see us together, they're just like, ah, oh, that's perfect. Perfect for you. She wasn't right. trying to steal him away. No, no, no. Perfect like, for me. Give me this guy's number. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, no. She kept saying, you guys are just the perfect couple. And when people see you together, they're like, ah, oh, that's so perfect. And she gets all complimentary like that. And it's like, you want to earn that from her. That's what I found is that I really, oh, yeah, I I really so. like getting her approval. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I was like, that's right. We're perfect. Oh, you haven't met him. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That reminds um, me, like she said that she was already making a spiritual connection before she'd met me. Oh, Did she uh-huh. say that to you as well? No, uh-huh. I said, you'd never like seen me before. You only knew my name. She's like, oh, yes, but already I was making that spiritual connection with that's you. a little creepy. Yeah, a little. Yeah. A little. Um, told her about the migraines. She said that I needed to let that that since they had started during the bad work experience, mm-hmm. it was probably that I was still holding on to some of that bad experience, mm. and that was still creeping in a little bit. Right. And so I needed to let that go. And I thought that that was reasonable assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I was giving her a lot of this information. Yeah, totally. She said that. She said that my headaches might be like a physical manifestation of. Me wanting them more or less, like me thinking, oh, no, I'm going to get a headache. That would explain why I have this anxiety Mm, today or whatever it is. And then I sort of will them into being. And then instead, (laughs) when I feel one coming on, I should be like, well, what would it feel like to not have a headache? And then I can manifest that because I am a very powerful, creative person. And so I can manifest whatever I want. Creativity comes from the groin region. I know. And when I picked my chakra stone, I picked the groin stone. There you go. Yep. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I learned that today. Yeah, so she had me, we talked for a long time too, but a lot of the conversation was similar to yours. Mm-hmm. And um, Wait, you picked a stone at some point? Yeah, so she had me, <laughs> well, <laughs> she had me lay on that, on that cot. Yeah. And then she did the rattle thing around my head, some more sage poo. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, pick a chakra stone out of this bag. Whoa. That's right. She did tell me no two readings are the same, no two... Uh... Healing sessions are the same, but some are better. I kind of wish I had a stone. <laughs> so I reached my hand in, I just pulled one out, and it was it represented the salus chakra, I think she said. Mm. And that's, yeah, over my uterus, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's the seat of creativity and romantic relationships, which made her very excited because she was so interested in my boyfriend. Clearly. <laughs> she, she talked like nothing about my relationship. Oh, with man. My wife. Well,. Yeah. Whatever, what better. have you? All right. I mean, people just don't look at you guys and say, oh, that's perfect. They do say that, Carrie. How dare you? <laughs> they look at you and say, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, so she she pulls out the stone and she's like, oh, that's so interesting. Oh, oh, wonderful. And then, yeah, she put her hand on my head and she talked about all the different animals from the north, south, east, and west. Mm-hmm. And then she, yeah, just started saying like all these blessings and things and I... I just started to doze off a little bit. Really? I was it was so soothing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I mean I was able to stay awake, but I was like in that that no man's land where it's like I'm hearing the things you're saying but don't make me repeat them. Mm, yeah. mm, I got gotcha. you. That kind of thing. 
Yeah, and so she did that for only maybe like 10 minutes. And she did say anyone who's coming here to put to put pressure on Carrie's shoulders or to give her migraines, you're like, you need to go. Oh, interesting. Um, stuff like that. And as my mind was wandering, the, the thing that I kept thinking about was my dog who passed away last month to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why in particular, but I was like, oh, better tell her. Yeah, so, because um, that's all important. Right. In, in her way of thinking, yeah, anything you perceive is sent there for a reason. Right. It's all very intentional. There's no role for coincidence. Right. Okay. So, to me. You told her. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, when uh, when it was done and she gave me water, I said, oh, you know, I I kept seeing my dog, Toomey, who passed away last month. And she was like, oh, really? And then um, I thought this was pretty honest of her. She said, I didn't sense him at all. Oh, um, yeah. There you go. Which, you know, I think a lot of people would have been like, oh, I knew that. Right. Yeah, that's what that scampering was. Yes. <laughs> right. Know? Well done, Daisy. Okay. Yeah. So she said, oh, I didn't perceive that at all. And I, I was like, oh, well, um, yeah, not anything in particular about him. I was just remembering him and I was remembering the process of losing him. And she said, oh, he was probably just trying to come be with you. I don't think he had a message for you. I think he just wanted you to know he was there. Um, and I thought, that's nice. <laughs> and uh yeah and then she gave me some advice about my migraine she said that i should have a piece of cloudy quartz and a piece of amethyst you see like never would she say you know you need to take medicine yeah so we did actually get into that i told oh. her that i take medicine for it yeah um and she seemed to have no problem with that at least okay i also told her that i had a friend i sort of Cliff noted the real version of the story for her for simplicity's mm-hmm. sake. But I said that I knew someone who her husband had a lung cancer. And while he was in the hospital, someone advised her to stop the hospital care and just do Reiki. Mm-hmm. And I asked Daisy what she thought of that. And she said, oh, like no one should ever pressure someone to stop getting hospital care in favor mm. of some other kind of care. And I was like, okay, great. And Neutral then I said, answer. yeah, uh, but better than, sure. oh yeah, it's way better. And then I said, oh, well, what about if someone came to you and said, I, I have cancer and I would rather get Reiki than go to the doctor. What do you think then? Mm. And she said, well, same thing. You know, if that's the path they want to take for their healing, then they know what's good for their body. Yeah. So okay. I like, Ooh, I nope. see. Okay. Not a good answer. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then she said, if you're not willing to accept a particular kind of healing, it's not going to work anyway. You could have the best medicine in the world. If you're not willing to accept it, it's not going to work. And I was thinking, uh, I'd like to see the double blind study on that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She did accept when I said that my headaches seemed to come out of my neck. And I just sort of, without thinking about it, said, I'm sure some of that is physiological because I just have a screwed up neck. And she just sort of nodded along, like, oh, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Okay. So I think she's willing to accept that. Yeah, (laughs) right. So so it's true for you. Yeah. Yeah, and Um, she seemed to be all about giving people what they want and responding, mm -hmm. you know, to what they felt and not giving them something they didn't want or need. Right. Yeah, it seems very much reactive to to what you're saying and Mm -hmm. doing. She's happy to go along, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. With your pet theories about a messed up neck. Right, (laughs) right. One really interesting thing that she said to me was uh, that we choose the bodies we're born into. And she just kind of... Oh, really? Yeah, she offhandedly said this in the middle of a sentence. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 are, are you saying that we actually, you know, like have some say before we're uh-huh. born? And she's like, oh, yeah, we choose our bodies. And I said, well, uh, yeah, she said that 
we choose our bodies to pick certain lessons that we want to learn this time around in this existence. I was like, wow, hmm. some people really set themselves up for a hard life. Yeah, no kidding. And you know, thinking about many people who are miserable yeah, and they choose Yeah, I set myself to, up to learn all about scoliosis. Yeah, exactly. I want to learn about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm ready for some Down syndrome right, right now. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, I didn't spell out those examples, but hope the implications would be clear and said, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's what, what you do. You choose what kind of life you want to lead. Definitely felt like a blame the victim kind of thing. Yeah, that's very ableist for sure. That was that was your choice to yeah. uh, learn this lesson. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. I would love to hear what uh, Lawrence Carter Long, who's a listener of our show and a disabilities rights advocate, would say about that. Yes, yes. L- let's hear it, Lawrence. Lawrence. Let's not, let's hear from you. I also noticed that she caught herself at one point. She was starting to say, uh, before we start this procedure, and she immediately stopped and said, uh, modality. <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> it's not a procedure. Yeah, I wonder if that's uh, something they're instructed not to say or... I, right, maybe it has some implications using yeah. that term, but it, it, it sounded like she was catching herself from a Freudian slip or something like that. Hmm, interesting. My concept of Reiki was always that it was from a distance, that it was far off, hmm, that without okay. touching. But apparently with its alternate name, palm healing, and from the tradition of it, it is about making yeah, contact. traditionally hands-on. I think that people do do it from far away if need be. But okay. Because our practitioner said closer that... Closer the better. Yeah, she said, oh, I don't even have to be in the same room with you. But clearly it was her preferred method to be there and she actually told us that we couldn't be in the room with one another because that would tamper with the energy so you would think sending the energy over a vast space where there are many people right? in between you would also be problematic right yeah you you know like if you try to do it from a different room wouldn't you be like uh, now make sure there's no people standing right. anywhere near you yeah well and again this all like harkens back to the fact that she said that she'd made a connection with me before we even met like oh, she'd already sexy. begun right, uh, right? uh-huh uh-huh but yeah, she uh, definitely, she's all about the eye contact. And oh, definitely. Yeah. She was one of those people where I felt like if I dropped eye contact for a second just to think about something that she'd be judging me. Right. So yeah, because- then I like, started just looking directly into her eyes and I am just going to finish my sentence and I'm not going to look away. Right. And I'm always, you know, I, I like the eye contact thing too. And so uh-huh. that was kind of naturally what I was doing. And then she's talking about how she's analyzing my body uh, right. you know, posture as we're talking. And every now and then I just feel I've got to break this off. This is like getting a little too right. intense. There's like a certain energy, for lack of a better right. term, that starts building up and it gets uncomfortable. So, you know, I'd kind of consider something she said and I'd sort of nod at the bookshelf and try to read what book she was reading uh-huh. <laughs> or the titles of them. And, uh, and then she'd tilt her head to try to get your <laughs> eyes again. Yeah. yeah. And so we'd go she back really to the deep that. eye stare. Yeah, yeah, that's her deal. Yeah. But um, yeah, delightful lady. Delightful. I wonder if she opens her eyes when she kisses. Oh, with like a very intense, unblinking <laughs> oh, stare. God, that's a terrible look. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Blotcher. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So, so Ross. Yeah, that's I'm me. I'm sorry. Is it Ross? That's my name. Okay. Yeah, we met. Um, Doesn't ring yeah, at, um, bell. I'm a big fan. <laughs> well, that's very flattering. <laughs> anyway, we have some don't some donors to thank. Oh, like French donors. <laughs> Actually, none of them are French. Some of them are Canadian, so they might they be They could French be like Canadian. French Canadian, right? So, our first a big thanks goes to Josh Green. Thank you, Josh Green. Oh no. Oh my goodness. Oh, you, you gave me this name, Grzegor. Wait, hold on, I got to sound this out. Grzegor's Grz- just Grzegor Just 
This person's fucking with us. Jaskowitz. Seriously, people. The last name is definitely Jaskowitz or Yaskowitz. G-R-Z. Yeah, Yaskowitz or Jaskowitz. All right. Thank you. Thanks. And Jorge Cuelo. Yay. Yay. And Katsura. Thank you, Kat. Who told us that we said his name correctly. I think it was a a gentleman. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, John Belcher. Thank you, John. And Mark White. Hey, Mark. And David Rice. Thank you, David Rice. And And Matt Leponini. Why did you get all the harder yeah, names? Yeah, why are you to giving say? me the hard names? <laughs> I didn't thank do it you. Essentially. Thank you, thank, Matt. Thank you, Matt Leponimi. And thank you, Martin Dempsey, who never Martin lets us down. Dempsey. I know. Oh, we are like you almost you. disappointed in him? Oh, You're no, like, no. this show's not that good, Martin. No. <laughs> I am very, very emphatic about Martin Dempsey. And Christopher Machmer. Machmer. Uh, and I'm very excited to get to say. I'm pretty sure this must stand for Funky Party Limited, but it's Fanuki PT Limited. <laughs> but we're very happy to be part of your Funky Party. And thank you to Charles Newburn. Woo! And to Paul Bab. Bab. Thank you, Bab. Uh, Stephen Nelson. Woo! Thank you. Stephen Nelson. San Jose, California. Woo! Holla! So thank you to all those people. I noticed that I think this time we have no women. What? Right? Am I right? Ladies, let's step up to the plate here. Let's give a little don't don't. Am I right? I'm not a lady. I'm going to let you uh, (laughs) speak to your team. Uh, I don't don't really have an inspiring talk here. It's just, it's just, it's nice when the ladies Oh, Oh, I get it. When they give a don't don't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But no, we're equally excited about all our male donors. And please keep donating, men. Don't say to yourselves, oh, God, I have a penis. Now I can't donate. Still donate. We need your don't don't, penis owners. Now, she doesn't mean sperm donations. That's not what she's getting at. I mean, donate whatever you think is appropriate. Fair enough. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Ross. Yes. Looking back over your Reiki experience. Mm -hmm. Now, we should say this particular episode, we did record pretty quickly after our Reiki experience. So, um, we'll report again next month on whether there's been any improvement Mm. in the symptoms we were going for. Right. Um, What, What can you say to that effect? About the efficacy? How, how you feel, yeah. I haven't gotten a migraine today. Okay. Hey. Now, I don't get them daily, so. Yeah. But I, I didn't get one. In terms of, like, back soreness, I feel about the same as I ever do. Okay. Uh, but it seems like she was making it very clear that she's helping you use your body's natural healing. Like, mm-hmm. it was all very much about your body's own ability to heal itself, and she's just helping channel that and helping sure. all the energies align. So, it... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was having a really hard time kind of pinning down what the actual claim being made was. Uh huh. So, Carrie. She was also one of those people who kind of clearly goes to the beat of her own drummer. Like, she's anchored in Reiki, but she just sort of goes with her intuitive sense of what's going to be good for you. Right, right. And so she's pulling in all these other insights mm-hmm. that may not, not necessarily be Reiki oriented. Right. She's talking mediumship even, you know, she said oh, yeah. she was hearing from spirits and, and dream My interpretation. Boyfriend's grandma showed up and these spirit guides. Met. Really? Yeah. She showed up and told her what kind of, um, flower remedy i should take oh my god she was like oh, this she is did a- mention that she does like flower healing yeah i'd never even heard of this i had to look this up oh yeah baki and flower remedies uh-huh i didn't know that oh ross she come mentioned- on oh she did tell me to look out for squirrels because apparently Uh-oh. my spirit animal is a squirrel 
Oh. Yeah, she wasn't like, right. look out for That's squirrels on the nice. road, you're going to hit one. I want to know who my spirit animal I is. I know, right? You should ask her. Um, but I said, Maybe well, I'll email her. there's she a lot of me. squirrels around where I work. I see them all the time Nice. There, so. Oh, that's a nice spirit animal. I know. That's so much better than like a wolf or an eagle, these ones that everyone thinks are there. Right. You get a squirrel. Yeah, totally. They're sassy. They're fat. Oh, she was they're, even. They're, 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 they're resourceful. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they store things for the winter. That's uh-huh. that's resourceful. You know, well, she was even telling me, you need to store more for yourself. And then she was like trying to play the metaphor both ways. Uh-huh. You know, like, don't store up too much. Oh, uh-huh. It's like, oh, what's the what's the message here? Am I storing too much or too little? Well, you need to find that perfect balance, Ross. Clearly. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was just saying that you steal food and are chubby. Possible. Mm. Possible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So, all right. on a pseudoscience <laughs> level, Carrie, what? Yes. How would you rate mm. our one Reiki practitioner on a scale where ten is something very non-scientific? Okay, like what? What would be um, really? Well, like if you're saying that uh, your body isn't made so much out of like carbon and nitrogen and oxygen, but oh, more that's just what my like body's made of. But it's made of pure goat sperm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. So that's that that silly. would be a ten. All right. Okay, I know it's it's out 10. there. All right. That's work, a 10. work with me here. Okay. And one would be something incredibly scientific, grounded in observation, proven okay. beyond any kind of reasonable doubt. It okay. would be perverse to not give assent. Uh, is something like evolutionary theory. Oh, whoa. Common origins. That's like who even disagrees at this point. All right. right? No, nobody. Okay. Nobody in America, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what would you give it? I would I would put this one pretty high up there. I feel like it's it's pretty contrary to any evidence of how healing works. Right. The one thing that I would say is in its favor is that it almost admits that it works by the placebo effect, mm-hmm. which is something we've run into a couple times where they're saying like, well, however it works is fine, whether that's you finding your own natural healing and that's why you feel better or not. And I want to be like, well, I kind of have to give that to you. Yeah. Like, for a second, I thought you were channeling Daisy. That sounded so much like her. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> In that way, it's a little self-aware. Right. You know, once you get into there actually being this chi energy flowing through me and healing like specific diseases, not just Mm -hmm. a subjective experience like pain, you get pretty high up there. I want to say like an 8.8. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it really high marks as well uh, because I'm tempted for a second to say, you know, it's kind of like that thing where it's not even wrong. Because it's just not uh-huh. in the playing field. Like, we're not talking about... claims you can't nail down. Yeah, we're not talking about evidence uh, and what you make of it and what you need right for that moment. And yeah, it's just so nebulous and hard to pin down. But then when you're talking about a specific ailment that can be cured, your cancer will get better. Mm-hmm. It's pretty solid. And, and just the emphasis that our particular practitioner was putting on drawing all these connections, kind of adding on these layers of complexity to explain the world and what's going on is just not empirical. So mm-hmm. I think it, it was fairly anti-science. So I'll go right up there with you. I'll say, I'll say 8.5. All right. Just not to steal your thunder. <laughs> you can say 8.8. I'll share that right. space with you. Let's match it. 8. Holla. Yeah. High five. 
All right, Ross, how about on a pocket drainer value, mm. where one is something not at all pocket draining, like a nice lady takes you on a date and she says, no, no, I'm paying. And it's a very expensive meal. You get Brussels sprouts to begin with. And when you get Brussels sprouts, you know it's a nice place. They're probably agave glazed. Mm -hmm. and they have some nice shaved garlic right, right around the outside. Yes. And there, then on comes the soup. Uh-huh. Painting this anyway. very thoroughly. Thank you. <laughs> and then she pays. That's one. Okay. Ten is something extremely pocket draining. Okay. Like someone literally doesn't even touch you, but claims to heal you and charges you $120. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds familiar. It's funny you mentioned agave. I, uh, while you were in your session, uh, I went down to their little vegan kind of market. I couldn't believe they had a vegan place down there and I didn't go. You weren't you even did. aware of it. I know, right? <laughs> and I bought myself, I was like, okay, I want this experience. So I bought a hippie bar. Uh -huh. This hippie bar has almond butter, agave uh -huh. for sweetening, quinoa, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, hemp, and pecans. And yeah, it's like the size uh, of a brownie, four bucks. Brownie. Four bucks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That was crazy. I also had like a blueberry bar and a chai tea. Just for the record, <laughs> vegans don't all eat bars of crap. <laughs> Called hippie, <laughs> hippie bar. But it, it was like so quintessentially hippie food. They even admitted to it. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Pocket drainer value. Well, the way you rig the scale, uh, you know, she's <laughs> high up there. Yeah, you're paying $120 yeah. for an hour. Well, we got each a bit over an hour. That's true. She's generous with that. Talking to, I think, a, a wonderfully engaging person. Definitely. I, I enjoyed talking to her. So I could see it being a... Also hot. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Pretty lady. Her voice and her laughter. Yeah. She was very enjoyable to spend time with. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of feel myself wishing I could talk to her more, mm -hmm. but not for $120 an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a bit much. So, yeah. you know, if you want to see it as like kind of cheap therapy and have someone kind of compliment you or for really a while. expensive therapy. I don't know how much this therapy is supposed mean, to cost. I mean, if you have like a copay, like $30 yeah. an hour. If you got all the money in the world, then it's a fun way to spend <laughs> your time. But, but we don't have all the money in the world. Yeah. Like, you know, most people don't. So... Um, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'll give it a seven. Okay. I, th I think I got something out of it, even though I don't think it long term, I don't sense it'll do anything for me physically. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she gives some nice affirmations and says nice things. She's fun to talk to. So for our particular person, I'll say seven. Mm. How about you, Carrie? Well, I guess it depends on what you're going in for. If you're going in for something like migraines, I think it's pretty expensive. Like, yeah. Because I can just go to my doctor and get pain medicine or have him or her look at my diet with me and that kind of thing for a copay and not tell you it's all about what you're thinking and right and guides and spirits well, floating that, around that too but just thinking of the cost like, yeah since i'm a, an insured american yes um you know it'll cost me a ten dollar copay to go talk to my doctor and then Right. Like a generic prescription for 30 and right. be covered for the month. I guess what I'm saying is like you're, you're not paying for healing here. If you if you right. want someone to listen to you and talk to you for a while, sure. if that's worth it, then that's where the money is worth it. But you're not in mm -hmm. any terms of healing. Right. But now if you went for, to be cured of like, say, cancer, I think it would be very, very cheap for a couple of reasons. One, <laughs> you're not getting, you know, radiation and chemo. And two, uh -huh. you're probably going to die pretty soon and spend a lot less money. Yes. <laughs> so. Ironclad logic. Fairly there. cheap. I'm going to say a five right there in the middle. Fair enough. Now, a creepiness rating. How creepy 
did you find this? Uh, on a scale of one to ten, where one is something not creepy at all, like, um, I don't know, uh, you know, like walking outside and there's colorful flowers and butterflies. And then. Okay, that doesn't sound creepy. Yeah, is that's a one. And then right. ten is something incredibly creepy. Oh, no. All right, you're walking around and there are flowers, but. They grow up really big when you get near them, and uh-huh. they like they chomp at you. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and they've got sharp teeth. Pretty creepy. <laughs> and and like their colors, which used to be bright and saturated, now turn like dark uh, and dismal. Ah, uh, you're right. That's creepy. I guess there's like a tiny amount of creepy about the whole energy thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like a sort of woo kind of sense about that. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't feel. It's creeped out in the moment, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give it pretty low. I'm just going to say a, a 2.4. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, with this particular lady, she was so bright and cheerful mm-hmm. and happy, and yeah. there's nothing creepy about that at all. I mean, this could have been totally different if it was a quiet lady who barely said anything and just kind of you know waved her hands over you briefly. If it was one of those people who introduces you to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Oh, yeah, like deep-socketed eyes or something like that. You know, then I would have totally different views on the pocket drainer value and the creepiness scale. But, you know, from a a person like her, I can't call it creepy. So I'll say one. All right, well, what about a danger rating, Ross, where one is something not at all dangerous, like opening up a package of Boca fake chicken patties okay. and baking them at the temperature listed on the box okay. and then turning off your oven and eating them with ketchup. And you used oven mitts, right? You used... Very good question, Ross. This was a test. Uh-huh. That's correct. A test. You used oven mitts. <laughs> and 10 is something really dangerous, like you pull out your Boca fake chicken patties, you mm-hmm. decide to bake them in the oven, and you get in the oven with them! <gasps> It's horrible. Okay, on that scale, you know, I, I'm of two minds because on on one level, you're not going to get hurt doing this, but you may omit getting real help if you need it. Right. So that's the standard precaution uh, here. Yes. So if you go seeking precious this time, precious time, time is something that money just cannot buy. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wasting your time doing this instead of getting a real medicine that's proven to work, then that is very dangerous. So. I'm going to give it a 6.5. Oh, really? Yeah, because those two things are kind of fighting in my head. Yeah, I understand Depending that. on how you use it. No, I'm with you, but, you know, my feelings about her not saying, oh, gosh, that person should have gotten right. cancer treatment. I, my feelings about that are so strong that I'm going to go a little higher than you. Okay. And say, say an, an ape. Point eight. I'm going to go back to 8.8. 8. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, Carrie, mm. there's one thing I want to know. Mm. What was your favorite moment in mm. all of this? Okay. I think my favorite moment was her constant compliments mm-hmm. before we started the Reiki and how she just had endless nice things to say about me. But then I had to tell myself, like, no, no, this woman doesn't know you. Don't start getting too big for your britches. She's <laughs> right. just being super nice because you gave her $120. Right. But everything she'd say, I'd be like, well, that's true. I am the best at that. Good point. And then be like, oh, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't know. Well, my favorite moment, I guess, would be when we were recording this and you told me that she called me chatty. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I just remember sitting there and I'd kind of ask like small questions and she would rattle off for a very long time. It was wonderful to listen to. And then finally, you know, she realized, oh, we're losing time. You know, I didn't want to say, right. you know, let's get to the Reiki lady, move right, over to right. the bed. Uh, <laughs> and then she would just recall that as me being very chatty. <laughs> I think it's awesome. That's a good one. I'm going to miss Daisy. Me too. Yeah. I know. Like I'm saying, I'd happily see her again, except that you have to pay $120 to do I so. Know. Before we go, one last thing, Ross. Ross, we have a special message from a goat sperm level donor. Yes. Named Owen Hammer. Opening this Valentine's Day, the main stage premiere of a monstrous play. Frankenstein, Dracula, The Phantom of the Opera, just a bunch of second-rate knockoffs of the original movie monster, Baron von Bach. Baron Heinrich von Bach was the 19th century scientist resurrected from the dead by his own ungodly invention. At least that's the story Hollywood told when they got hold of the gothic romance novel written about the good doctor. For a hundred years, they've made as many films based on the bloody life and undeath of von Bach. Today, a major studio is finishing a big-budget Von Bach movie. But suddenly, the real Von Bach returns to life in Hollywood. He's going to teach the cast and crew the true meaning of development hell. An innovative blend of live theater and original films, the play skewers Hollywood and pop culture. You'll howl with laughter. You'll scream with delight. You'll have crippling panic attacks of horror. For Von Bach tickets and information, go to FremontCenterTheater.com or OnoPodcast.com and click on the convenient link there. Now, this is, of course, for all of you living somewhat near the Los Angeles area. That's where we'll be playing at the Fremont Center Theater. And if you want to see me, Ross, there, you can come on the 24th of February. Oh, that's exciting. That's it for our show. Our producer is Ian Kramer. And our theme music was written by the incomparable Brian Keith Dalton of MrDeity.com. Be sure to check us out at onopodcast.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash onrack. And be sure to check out our pictures by liking us. And I just want to mention, mm. I read our iTunes reviews and they are awesome. Oh, so if you like the show, users. yeah, drop a little love on iTunes as well. Yeah, do it. But before we go, a little bit of safety advice. If you find yourself in dire straits and you need immediate protection, call down purple light in a triangle and ask for the Archangel Michael. Mm. Orange Square Gabriel. Got it. <laughs>